Big Drive Energy Festive Fridays. I am your host at Big Drive Spence here with my brother at Big Drive Mitch, making an appearance on our draft later today, our wonderful producer, Marissa. We are going to be drafting the best holiday activities. Now, last week we did best holidays. This week we're going to do the best holiday activities. And this whole episode and all of Festive Fridays are brought to you by our great friends over at Breckenridge Distillery. Got the shirt on. It's comfy. Um, Breck Distillery is a great holiday gift. If you have a, an uncle that drinks too much and your aunt's pissed at him for drinking too much, you can get him this. Just give it to him like later on, uh, not when everybody's opening presents. It's a great gift for the holidays. Um, Breckenridge Distillery is the world's highest distillery, founded in 2008. They are most widely known for their blended bourbon whiskey, which is a high rye mash American-style whiskey. Breck bourbon is one of the most highly awarded craft bourbons in the entire United States. It's more than award-winning spirits. It offers a guest experience like no other. Eat at the award-winning restaurant, enjoy show-stopping cocktails, learn about their highly awarded spirits with an in-depth tasting, and get an inside look at their production facility. If you come to Colorado or are in Colorado, go up to Breck, check it out. I promise you will not be disappointed. Breckenridge Distillery products are available, though, in all 50 states, including Alaska and Hawaii. So shop your local retailer or visit www.breckenridgedistillery.com for home delivery of award-winning Breckenridge spirits. All right, let's tee it up with the best holiday activities draft. Before we get into this, let's discuss what happened on our best holidays draft I wiped the field clean. I am a current 1-0 and on the year. Um, are we taking, real quick question on that, are we taking Instagram and Twitter results? Or? Yes, so I've got those results right here for you. Um, on Instagram, I had 67% of the vote. You two split the rest. You had the, the sides. And then on X, I'm not calling it Twitter, it's X, because that's what the current company name is. I got 77% of the votes. So out of the 200% of the votes, I had a swift 144. So almost 75% of the total votes. Just light work. See, I think that it just goes to show you like people's lack of creativity, in my opinion. Like the fact that you couldn't get behind mine just shows that you think within a certain box that I don't live within. So I think we're just on different wavelengths there. I love living in a certain box and that's where I stay. I stay in my comfort box. Yeah. And plus you threw the whole fucking thing into a tizzy when you selected Christmas Eve one, one, cause then I all of a sudden am bailing on my picks and don't know what to do. So, um, yeah, it was just, it turned that's into a disaster. I'm, I'm here. I'm here to spice shit up. I'm not here to, to draft Easter and fucking father's day. <laughs> I kept father's day out of it. I could have done that. That's a great golfing holiday and a day where you can just do whatever you want. Congratulations, your basic Spencer. Uh, basic Spence. Yeah. Basic Spence is fucking one to know, though. That's all that I care about. And I feel like two, I'm about to boat race this one. You two are about to be indebted forever to me um, after this December is over and I dominate this. I'm going to say I'll, you each get one, but it'll be like 3-1-1 by the end of this December. That's my current prediction. I think you're getting some sort of weird draft hubris. Like, I don't, you won one because I basically teed it up for you. Um, so I think that 
it's going to go a lot differently than you think it's going to (laughs) go. That's how my life usually is. Okay. (laughs) All right. Let's hop into this. So first of all, did you guys like the way we picked the order last time? Like I'm fully fine with doing whatever we want to get a certain order. What's the easiest? Mitchell, Marissa? Um, In my opinion, Marissa can go first. Okay. Ladies first, and then you and I can go. Well, we could just well, go. Maybe since she's in the middle of the graphic, she's the the meat of our sandwich. Um, she can go first, and then you can go, and then it'll flip around to me, and then I'll go second, and then it'll be in order after that. It'll be like typical. okay. Wait, so and, are we each going individually then? No, well, yeah. So it's like, so let me re- recap what this is. It's the snake draft. <laughs> well, I know, but so, you made it very confusing. So you're going to go first. <laughs> okay, cool. Mitchell's going to go. Love you, Then I, it's going to come back to me. I'm mansplaining the shit out of this to you. Then it's going to come back to me, but then I get to pick twice. So it's going to drop down to me again. Boom. Drop down. Then you, then Mitchell, then drop down to me. Mitchell again. Boom. Then you. So you're right in the middle the whole time. You don't get to pick back to back ever, but me and him do. All right. Wow, selfish. Okay. Typical. Let's start it out. Marissa, first pick one one of the best holiday activities draft. Now, once again, this is subjective. This is the holidays that we personally celebrate individually. Don't sue us. Don't get butthurt about your holiday not being here. And these are also just made up holidays. Like This is like whose line is it anyway? The points don't matter, and I forget the other line, but that's a great show. All right, Marissa, 1-1. One, one. Let's hear it. Well, I'm going to stick to, you know, Halloween. My favorite favorite activity on Halloween is to... God, man, I was ready for this. Um, Is to probably watch scary movies. I'm all about it. Okay, scary so, movies. Yep. Well, should we... Um, oh, are we okay. making rolls as we go? No, no, I'm, I'm actually helping you here because I, I feel like I, I need to help you guys out a little bit. Movies. Do you want to just put, like watch like holiday movies because like i don't think somebody's gonna say christmas movie you know like we'll give her holiday movies and that's kind of a like all-encompassing because i don't want to get into this christmas eve christmas day weeds again see that's not weeds that's just (laughs) i think that's That's a fair what this draft is but no i agree i i think that that's pretty fair i do i do love a good christmas movie uh marissa real quick draft within a draft Top three all-time favorite scary movies. Oh, um, I'm a big Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You're such uh, a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> um, American Psycho. I've never heard somebody utter the words, I'm really big on Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's a good movie. Um, I love all the screams. Those are good. I like if you want to do like cheesy Halloween. And then, uh, you know, because I'm just... That basic girl, I'm going to say Hocus Pocus because that's always a good one, too. Wizards of Waverly Place. Uh, let's not push it that far. Definitely. I've <laughs> like... actually never seen that. Well, Don't... you're missing out on Selena Gomez in her prime, so. Uh-oh. Well, my current, my, the scary my movie that, like. based on that. The scary movie that ruined scary movies for me forever, I think, is that maybe the last one I've actually seen was uh, Hills Have Eyes. And that's, oh, some, that's one of the most fucked up movies I've ever seen in my entire life don't watch it if you're like legitimately it's it's still like i i don't i don't remember basically anything before going to my 13th birthday at dave and buster's with mitchell and my friends dalton and austin i literally don't have like a memory of my life before that and texas so my memory is shit is what i'm getting at and 
Hills Have Eyes, there's still scenes in there that I cannot unsee. That's how fucked it is. It is absolutely just a devastating movie to any child, anybody with a soft mind. I would I would not recommend. Zero out of ten. We should watch a scary movie together, guys. Let's Make not this a do thing. That. Let's no. Not. I legitimately cover my eyes. Like to this day, a grown man cover the fuck out of my eyes during scary movies. Yeah, Hills Have Eyes was very scary. Um, what was another one of my ex girlfriends loved scary movies like when i was in high school and so we would always worst thing ever like i remember going to the movie theater and watching a scary movie and like questioning my existence like not even not even questioning why i'm there i'm like why am i alive like why what the fuck are we doing here it made me question my entire life that's pretty deep there chief it did like that's how much it 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 just like blows my mind that people enjoy that shit. I just didn't like when like if I went to a scary movie, I had to come out in the light. If I came out of a scary movie for, at a movie theater in the dark, I was uh, I was over. I like watch them by myself. Like Christian doesn't like scary movies, so I'll sit at night and I'll watch them, and it's fine. Like I'm I'm That's here. I'm alive. Some psycho behavior. Oh, Tim Burton though. If you watch any of his movies, they're not like scary. They're just kind of fun, and creepy. So those are good ones. Yeah, I can, I can go for a creepy. Just scary, and then on top of jumpy scary, like downright disgusting scary, which is Hills Have Eyes to me, not for me. All right. Um, I will I will say that Missy and I actually watched, uh, what is that new, uh, Goosebumps, the series on Hulu, I think. And it's actually very good. Like, it's not very scary, but it's a little bit more like, mystery kind of suspenseful um but very good we enjoyed it so i that's as far as i oh uh we lost you mitch can't hear you hello did you am i there oh, you're good you're back okay he's what the fuck from this, he was watching a scary movie now he's back yeah i disappeared um so my first pick, uh, I think it's probably going to like win me the draft right off the bat, possibly, is going to be giving slash receiving gifts. Like, who doesn't... I, I do love giving. <laughs> if you can only fit giving slash receiving in the, in the graphic, that's going to be bad for me. Um, okay, that fits. Perfect. Uh yeah, it's it's a tale as old as time. That's what you, as a little kid, you were very excited to receive gifts. You're excited for Santa to come, and then you get older, and the roles kind of reverse. And you, I, I genuinely look forward to like giving people gifts and buying people things. Um, except for nowadays with the internet, it is so fucking hard to buy people gifts because most people just buy themselves what they want whenever they want. Like that, there's no waiting for something. There's no like, oh, you know, I'll get that in a couple months, or I'll wait till Christmas. Like, especially for my girlfriend, for like Spencer, for mom. Our mom is probably the easiest to shop for. She doesn't buy herself anything, um, ever really. But other than that, it's just it gets harder and harder as you get older to like get creative and figure out like good stuff to buy for Christmas. Yeah, it's 
it's one of those things where you kind of forget all year as a gift receiver what you want if you would just sometimes you're just like going through something you're like oh i need this so and with the world of amazon nowadays and being able to i can order something from work and have it at my house before i even get home don't have to go to the store uh it makes it a lot harder but there are some things during the year where i'm like oh i could use that and then somebody asks me what i want in december and i'm like oh fuck like i have no idea but giving gifts is almost getting to the point where it's more fun now because you get if you get something really cool for someone it's it like especially when it's something they don't know they need or they don't like they don't think about or they don't tell you you know they can tell you a few things you get those here there and they expect it woohoo it's an avocado thanks but when you get them something that they don't particularly know they need and they can use it that's like the best right there can you do the it's an avocado in the right voice it's an avocado thanks i love that video that's all time um but but yes i i agree find it but it's so hard to find people gifts that they don't know they need um because for instance like my girlfriend loves the beach so i was thinking of something like involving like the beach that i could get her but she already has like all the beach towels the chairs the this the that like the fan the cooler like everything about it it's like there's certain things where you can only go so far outside of the box and it just gets to the point where I told her like last night, I was like, I got you like three things and I can't think of anything. Mitch, your, your sound went out again. What the fuck? Oh, <laughs> is it just, it's literally, okay. I just can't touch this cord on my microphone. It's just, it's a little touchy. It's a little touchy feely. Don't don't be touching your cord during our podcast, please. I I will refrain. I'm <laughs> hands in the alone. Uh, Marissa, do you have any problem getting your husband gifts? Yeah, he's absolutely horrible to get gifts for. I actually stress out about it for like the entire year. If it's not his birthday, then it's Christmas, and he's just really picky, you know. And I understand that, but it's just like. He has like specific things. So I'm I'm the lame wife that gets gift cards to places and then lets him pick it out. I was gonna say, why don't you just do a uh why don't you just make him a booklet of of favors that you could do for him throughout the year? See, I do that I think- for like my birthday. You know, I give him a gift and it's usually like, here's what I'll do for the rest of the year, just leave me alone, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um we used Should to do we that. Go? We gave mom like a chore book when we were like 14, didn't we? Like a, hey, here's like all these chores, chore fucking coupons. Yeah, Hell Spencer's lame. the fucking worst about doing chores in general. So uh, you probably did. I just probably did the chores because that was, I was just built different. You were the one that was like, I, I'll, you know, I'll help vacuum like once this year. That's what, you, that's what i'll contribute you know what's kind of annoying is you give off this aura on this podcast that you're just some fucking saint and it actually kind of annoys me like <laughs> acting like you just fucking wait on, think, wait on everyone hand and foot and you're just this sweet sweet man and i think i think you forget lie. how our entire childhood went like this is the kind of person spencer was as a teenager we had dogs and I would be like, hey, Spencer, let's go walk the dogs. He just said no. And like there wasn't like, oh, let's do it later. I'll do it then. 
I'm like, hey, let's go. Like one dog was mine, one dog was Spencer's. I would walk both of our dogs. Like yeah. if 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 Spencer didn't want to do something, he just flat out didn't do it. There wasn't like a a debate. There wasn't a uh bartering system. Spencer's just like, no, I'm not doing it. So that. I, that will stick in my brain as long as I live. And would you like to dispute that, Spencer? No, I would generally say that I do what I want to do and not what I don't want to do. That's And whenever you ask Spencer to do something for you, it's usually like he tells you all the things he's doing for himself. Like that's it, it, why he can't help you is because of the things he's doing for himself. And you're like, okay, uh, well, next time you need a favor, I don't know if I'm going to be available, but then he expects you to be available for the favors that he needs. I don't particularly like the uh, direction this is going currently, so... <laughs> it's an avocado! Thanks! <laughs> let's uh, let's flip one. to my first pick. <laughs> hey, you brought it up, oh. motherfucker. Yeah, well, I just wanted to get that clear that you're not as you act All right. on this podcast. Okay. All right, my first pick is going to be... Um, so I'm going to go with drinking um, because that is the number one holiday activity of all time. Uh, if you, you know, especially if you're drinking a Breck, Breck, uh, Breck brew or Breck distillery drink, holiday drinks are, are the best. They make so many different options just for the month of December. It seems like you can go into a place and get all these different hey, options. Wait, but- let's not, let's not tip picks. Cause I think we're going to draft holiday drinks at some point. Okay, well, I won't tip any picks. I'm just saying, like, every holiday, what is the one constant? Food and f- drinks. Unless you're, I don't, I'm not going to say it, but. Unless if, you're a, a granola family. Uh, yeah, if but you're a real quick, Spencer, I was going to say, I think you shouldn't, I think we should just include eating on that too. Okay. Drinking and eating. Damn it. Do you, or do you, I, I don't care, but I think <laughs> no, it's, it's kind of similar to like, it's all encompassing. Like okay. drinking and eating the same thing. So now I'm definitely going to dominate the fuck out of this draft. But um, yeah, so every holiday has one thing in common. You you have to hang out with your family. So you drink and you eat. And there's always, you know, people put way more effort into holiday food. That's just a fact. Like you, you never on Christmas Eve or Thanksgiving to say, oh yeah, we're having the same shit that's in our rotation that we've had every Wednesday for the last four weeks. It's completely different. It's 10 times better. It's whether or not you like turkey stuffing, whether or not you, you know, eat the same thing on Christmas Eve every year. It's usually a special meal. So I'm all in on the eating and the drinking. And generally, 99% of the time you have a holiday off, which means you can start drinking and eating at whatever time you wake up and it's socially acceptable. So drinking and eating is going to be my pick uh, first round. And then wrapping it around to the second round, I'm going to go with a good like light show um, and like a zoo lights or Botanica garden lights. I just saw. So we're going, Mitchell's coming back to Colorado for the holidays. It's going to be great. And we are going to the botanical garden lights on the 21st of December. um, In case anyone wants to join us there, but no, they, they, uh, they got rated. I saw like a, they're rated a top 15 or 20, light show i don't know what to call it maybe but um holiday lights viewing holiday lights maybe or something like that yeah um but they're like a top 20 in the entire united states 
So, and it is fun. Um, I usually, you usually drink at these. Like when I went to a Halloween light show, I drank a, an old fashioned at it, which was perfect. You know, you're just walking around baby in one arm, old fashioned in the other hand, and just looking out some, at some cool lights. So I'm excited for that. And I think that's a great activity that everybody should take part in at some point during the holidays, whether it's Halloween or Christmas or, uh, I don't know, New Year's. I don't know if they do that. Fireworks. Um, Yo, don't start tipping any picks here, bitch. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's light show. Botanical gardens. Um, well, so what I was going to say is I want the job of going around America and rating the light shows. Like whoever gets to rate all these light shows has the best job in the world. If it's a job, I would formally like to put in my application to travel around America and rate holiday light shows. Wouldn't that be a great, like, I I would assume that somebody doesn't have that specific job, but I bet somebody, whoever, like you would volunteer yourself to write a story at a newspaper or magazine of the best light shows and travel around the whole month of December. You're just traveling around the country to all these different light shows and rating them. That sounds incredible. Marissa, which uh, which light show do you prefer in town? Um, so Littleton has like the jack-o'-lantern one and they like have tons of jack-o'-lanterns that they carve and then they put lights in them, but they're like these amazing sculptures. They're like huge. Um, they have like uh, Harry Potter. They have the Day of the Dead. They just have all these different ones and they're super cool looking. So I, I agree these, that like that's a good pick. Yeah, yeah, it's a good, great holiday activity that doesn't involve like sitting in the house. It gets you out of the house, uh, like Spencer said. You can drink, um, everything like that. So it it is a great pick. It it makes it feel like you're more in the spirit of the holiday when you do something like that. Yeah, the jack o' lanterns uh, is what I went to, and it was incredible. Like I don't know how much time it takes and how many people it takes to carve all those, but impeccable job 11 out of 10 would recommend although i was looking at some of them the other day i don't know if this is true but i think they like spray them with something to make them last for the next like last longer because it's there forever wow so jack-o-lantern gate so i don't know if it's like <laughs> big jack-o-lantern they're fucking hoodwinking us you're calling them out <laughs> well i think about it it's there for like two months i actually did think about that i thought about that multiple times when i was there i was like how does this stay I fucking carve a pumpkin and in two days it's fucking folding in on itself like somebody like the hunchback in Notre Dame fucking all you know ruined and you got toothpicks <laughs> in it and she, oh god <laughs> excuse me okay uh, let's move it along I'm, I'm up next correct no Marissa is yeah it's my turn man I thought Marissa went first so then she would go last on the wraparound Ah, uh, you are right. So I'm just it, getting screwed out it, it of all the good picks. It didn't like, work like no, that. No, no, you're not. You're so that Spencer originally fucked up when he told you you'd never pick twice in a row. Yeah, I did. Because right. you picked first, and then on the wraparound, you're gonna pick your next pick will be two straight picks. So I go, and then you go twice, and then all I. Right, go. All right. What do you want? Um. So my next one is going to be lighting fireworks. Uh doing your own fireworks like as a kid even as an adult i don't think there's anything more fun i think there's like two types of dudes in this world um there's guys that are like 
closet pyrotechnics that just like love to play with fire. And then there's dudes that I don't want to be associated with. Like, I think everybody inherently loves to light shit on fire and like play with fire. Like Spencer, do you remember we had a Roman candle fight on uh, the Oregon on Cannon Beach that one fourth of July? I do remember that. And we also had a black cat war and I fucking am deaf in my right ear still because of that. I had, I had one right my hand. I thought I lost a finger. Yeah, that was a disaster. I don't know why our our parents and the parents of the house we were at allowed us to do that, but that was a complete disaster and a fun time. I think mom was just inside hitting the sauce and we were like trying to actually physically kill each other. But it's so much fun. Like watching fireworks is fun but then also like lighting your own and then you just like feel so proud like like you somehow invented the firework but when you light it and it goes off you're like i did that i think one of the most interesting things in the entire planet is how fucking fireworks are made like how do they know that this is going to hit and then this and then this thing and how do they get you know like those little ground ones the the fucking ground and pounds that we can buy in colorado because you you know certain places it's illegal but the I don't understand the math. I want to see the science behind that. Maybe there's a, you know, those shows that are like making this or how to make this. I want to see how they make fucking fireworks because honestly, I, I it doesn't make any mathematical sense or physical physics sense of physics to me. I don't know what kind of shit that is, but you you get where I'm going. The the science behind fireworks has got to be just un- unbelievable. Uh, Marissa, you said that Christian's family has houses in Oregon? Uh, no, so it's on the Puget Sound, so it's in like the Seattle area. Washington, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Um, but fireworks are legal up there, I assume, too, correct? Yeah, I mean, well, uh, illegal or illegal? Le- like legal, you can yeah, do them. Yeah, you, you can, like, they have them going off at all times of the day. Um, and then, like, a <laughs> lot of, you know, like the reservations and stuff, they do that as well, but... Yeah, Christian has like a whole, they have a whole dock that goes out into the ocean that they have all these massive fireworks and all the guys go down and light them and, you know, all the wives pray that they come back in one piece. But this year, Christian decided it would be fun. They have like the ones that make sound. And so you can like, like it like, um, it makes like a whistling noise and then it pops. Um, and so they were shooting them into the water. Um, and if you, uh, that's probably not. Yeah, no, environmentally. Just fishes okay. are getting blown out of the water. You're going to get canned with a thousand right. turtles in Puget Sound. Um, but all the, all the, um, like water, it makes a cool sound and then it, you know, it's fine. It's, it's just, I actually bet that's dope. It is pretty cool. I mean, I I've like seen, the I've seen videos thing. where people put fireworks underwater or even under like frozen water, like into a frozen lake. Mm-hmm. That shit's asmr to the to the top um also have you ever i'm not like a huge youtube like mr beast guy but i think he bought i saw a video where he bought like a i think it was like a five hundred thousand dollar firework or a hundred thousand dollar firework or some shit and i think it like borderline left the atmosphere like it goes up so fucking high and just like i don't think you can be within like a quarter mile of it when it explodes because it's that big so if it if you're fucking did he buy a diet atom bomb or what (laughs) i think so like i think i don't even know like if they're necessarily like legal 
in America. I don't know. I don't, I don't think he did it in America. He may have done it in like Mexico or some shit, but I don't know. Like just fucking insane. Like, like Spencer said, how do they even work? Como se dice firework espinol. <laughs> oh fuck. We don't need to get into that. Um, all right, Marissa, you, you're back to back picks now. Yay. All right. Well, you guys didn't pick this one. I, I feel like guys don't. Fuegos artificialis. Como se dice? Let's see. <laughs> All right. You're amazing. <coughs> did I smell Dec- right? Yeah, I did. Oh, that's a good okay. one. Okay, that was kind of where I was going next. So should I explain that one or should I put both of them down? Uh, No, go for both of them. Put them both down All back right. to back, switching back and forth, and then <laughs> explain them. <laughs> Shit, yeah. Well, yeah. I guess we got to move this along a little bit. Yeah, here. so want... I don't know how to explain this one, but it's like, you know, every holiday has like that, that character that comes, like whether it's Santa Claus or like the Easter Bunny or whatever. I, I like think that's cool. I, mean, I think we go through stages of it as well. Like, you know, you get to be the kid, then you get to be the character, and I think that that's kind of fun. So I don't know what I would call that. Stages of life. No, like, I, I mean, decorating is fun. I've... I now that I have a house, I've kind of tried to keep it to a consistent theme of I've got a blow up in front of my house, and then a, a, a uh, <laughs> that relates to the holiday. That's uh, and then I also have a little nail in my tree that I will hang a holiday related windsock as well. So right now I've got a little mini Santa light up Santa in my tree, and I've got a little blow up snowman, and then Christmas, of course do lights but the rest of the holidays it'll just be the blow-up man or woman or creature in front right by my door and then the the windsock in you know in the tree simple but consistent like kind of like my life i'm just simple and consistent um yeah i i would agree i like uh i'm a big throw pillow guy i like getting a nice festive throw pillow uh, I like like wreaths. I don't know if I can even put a wreath on our door, but I love wreaths like just the way like a fresh one, the way they smell, um, the smell of like a, a Christmas tree or, or just fresh wood um, in general smells pretty good to me. So of the of the tree variety. So, yeah, that's like the extent of my decorating, at least in when I had my house, I I wouldn't say I went all out with the lights, but I definitely like, I think you're a fucking Scrooge if you don't put lights up. Or don't celebrate Christmas. Let's chill. Yeah, that's true. If you celebrate Christmas and don't put lights up, is Marissa's your favorite holiday to decorate for Halloween, I assume? Yes. I got all the like pop-up scary things. I have like different stuff set up in different parts of the room, but I like all holidays like Especially like owning a house, you get to be a little more creative and kind of do what you want to do. I think Christian gets annoyed because he does a lot of the hauling back and forth of all the boxes, but I definitely enjoy setting stuff up and then spending money on decorations. That's fair. It's always fun shopping for new holiday decorations. Yeah. Um, All right, Marissa, your next pick. So my next pick is what I was asking. Um, Like, what would you call it? Like, being santa claus being the easter bunny like cosplaying no <laughs> is that no <laughs> i actually don't know uh, what that means do you know what i mean I... though like going it is role like playing just... no no 
no, no. <laughs> it's like That's going Valentine's to... Day. Oh. Um. <laughs> but no, no it's I... like. Oh my yeah, god. You're gonna have to, gonna gonna, have to fucking what, drive gonna... through. You're gonna have to figure this one out. I'm here. gonna just. I know you have eating and drinking, but I think like the baked goods for the different holidays are really good. Like, they're baked different. Wait, yeah. are you are you switching it? Here? I am switching it because okay. I can't think of it. I had baking on my list also. I I do like like Halloween cookies are good. Uh, Christmas cookies, obviously baking anything around Christmas. I actually just got those sugar cookies, uh, those Christmas sugar cookies that you can bake, and they've got like a little packet of cream cheese frosting to put on top. I'm so fucking stoked to make those this afternoon. Um, but yeah, you you just can't beat making shit around the holidays. Yeah, it's it's definitely t- uh, the time of the year where you know from basically Halloween when the candy's out through Thanksgiving and then Christmas, the end of the year, it's always like that Tupperware on the counter of something that you don't normally have, and that's that's a huge dub, except for for my gut. Everything else is everything else about it is great. Mouth great, stomach not great, but baked goods are, and you just. It's just something that you can, you know, 11 o'clock at night, you're drunk. Oh, cool. Cookies. Eight in the morning, you're waking up. Cool. I'll drop this cookie in my coffee, make it breakfast. I'm I'm with that. I didn't have that on my list, but I'm with the baked goods scenario. I'm a big dessert person in the morning. Like I could eat an entire cake in the morning or cookies or whatever. Wow. Like. Either like a cookie or like a slice of banana bread with a cup of coffee is like peak for me. Yeah. Like I don't even consider that breakfast. I just consider that like a little like morning treat. <laughs> like I got out of bed. So here's my treat. No, I agree. Like the other day I woke up. The first thing I did before I did anything was go to the freezer and like eat an entire like the rest of my ice cream in there. And then oh, I went wow. to the gym. I <laughs> were, you still, were you still high when you did this? Fuck. No, man, that would have been yeah, great though. That hard. one, I just went in and I took all the chocolate chips out. I sat there for like an hour taking all the like little. Yeah, I, I was high. So, dude, I'm I'm off on this on you guys. Like, I cannot. Like, there's a few things, but like my eating hours of like if I eat something from eight to eleven ish, eleven thirty, has to be in the form of a breakfast food. After that. Eh. but really for me uh, like a super sweet stuff cookies cookies are different but like cake dessert type food pie has to be like past six o'clock for me unless it's the one day of the year thanksgiving i can eat pie at like 3 p.m i'm realizing that like spencer's old like he's just kind of like an old man that lives in his life i've learned that more and more each day especially watching him like set up his computer and panicking about it like i definitely think you're just old yeah i was i thought i was gonna lose everything i was scared but we're That's all why I still haven't gotten a new phone because I'm still afraid I'm going to lose everything. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to back shit up. Uh, but see, that's where I feel like I feel like banana bread and like breads are like a wild card because they're not like a dessert. So I feel like you can eat them any time of day. Like it's not like a cookie or ice cream or a brownie. I mean, I would even mix in like a breakfast brownie because I'm a fat fuck. Uh, but like a, a brownie in like, your lips as you're saying this shit god damn it's just fucking hitting like <laughs> dude it just makes me want a piece of banana bread and like a cup of coffee that shit is my peaking for me like i actually need to make like a loaf of banana bread that 
that is top our our mom makes the best banana bread i've ever had in my entire life so props to scooter shout out scooter scooter smith um but yeah the the banana bread everything like that that always hits <laughs> um okay so those I, i'm up next correct yes yes and okay back back to back no i don't oh no you don't marissa just I, said back to back this fucking yeah. graphic is fucking me up get it together yeah. man um yeah the graphics got me a little fucked up oh, we, we also need... need to put names on this let's not forget that okay um okay uh como se dice <laughs> i i don't know or I, i'm gonna go with watching sports on holidays like if if it's uh christmas there's the nba that's like the nba unofficial start is on christmas day um, everybody kind of feels like that's when you transition from football season, quote unquote, to basketball, hockey. Um, you have Thanksgiving, you get all the football. Uh, New Year's Day, New Year's Eve, you got all the bowl games. Um, there, I feel like there's rarely a holiday. Uh, you know, there's some baseball on 4th of July, but I don't really count that. Uh, but for the most part, I feel like watching sports on holidays are like a, a tradition where you know, if you're in your house with your family, you're drinking and eating and you're watching sports. Yeah, I feel like it's the one day like we are a very sports centric family and always have been. But it's the one day where even the people that don't give a shit about anything else, like they'll still watch, you know, the Macy's Day Parade or whatever is on Thanksgiving. But the uh, the football is always on like it's on every tv in every living room the detroit lions are right in your hole right in your face like that's just how it goes like it doesn't matter who or where you are how much you care about the sport and nba is a little more niche of a product but nba on christmas day just back to back to back to back the sick jerseys and now that we've got a juggernaut of a team in denver and we play every Christmas day, it's become kind of our family tradition to go to the game. And I'm looking for, I look forward to that every year. Thank shout out, uh, NBA scheduling for putting the nuggets at like noon or 1230 our time. Uh, because our mom doesn't want to go to the eight 30 games. That's like way past her bedtime. So shout she out doesn't for giving leave us the house in the dark. Like she doesn't like being outside when it's dark out. She's at that age now where the, the darkness scares her. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, a couple of years ago, the game was at like eight o'clock and she actually toughed it out. I was impressed. But uh, yeah, the the like one in the afternoon Nuggets game is going to be the perfect like middle of the day activity for Christmas Day. Um, but Marissa, what is uh, what are your thoughts on sports on holidays? Well, I, I watch sports all the time, so I definitely think it's fun. It also gives like, some separation between family members like i feel like the guys go to the couch and watch tv and then the women are either talking or hanging out drinking whatever and the other side and then like it kind of separates them for a second so if you have a lot of chaos you know it gives people a break and then they come back um or in my family we all watch sports um so like but it makes us focus on something other than like if you have stress or cooking or whatever it is so i i 100 agree it also gives you that diversion where like unless like your aunt doesn't need to ask you about why you haven't found love yet you can just be like oh the lions are pretty good this year like it's very good for diverting the conversation off of 
your personal life to just hot like just topics uh in the moment yeah like, i'm like five years behind on having kids according to my family so it's it's sounds amazing knowing that i can run off when they're like so so what are you guys expecting oh i don't know <laughs> yeah that's uh that i i can only imagine the pressure that you feel as a as a woman to bear children such a uh, weird that... question too it's pretty much asking like so are you doing it how many times are you doing it unsafely <laughs> yeah congrats on the unprotected sex <laughs> like oh i had a comment but i'm not gonna make it um the yeah i bet the one thing that probably won't be on any of our lists is like talking about politics or, or family shit that's that is an activity that everybody has to take part in but not everybody enjoys so it'll probably be on the cutting room floor of this draft I feel like one good actual pick would be like stirring the pot. Like, mm -hmm. oh, did you hear that so-and-so got a DUI? Or did you hear that, you know, <laughs> not me. Um, <laughs> couldn't have been me. Uh, <laughs> or like just the family drama, like you're stirring the pot within the family and then you just kind of step back and watch it unfold. I That's not in my draft, but I feel like that's a low key, like so fun. So is that you? Is that what you do? Stir the pot uh, no because i'm not that i'm not that thoughtful and i'm not like that devious like i really don't give a shit but it would be it, you know like when you do things in your mind and you think of how much fun it would be to do something but you just know you won't do it like like if you went over to your friend's house as a kid and their mom made you dinner and you're like wow this fucking sucks <laughs> like that would be so much fun to say like just out of nowhere like how see how everybody would react but you'd never do it like it's so cringy but in your mind you're like that would be so fucking funny mrs johnson this is the worst fucking meatloaf i've ever had <laughs> we thought of i thought about that multiple times and just how much of a dick i would feel like but it would just be so like everybody would just stop that's yes that's, that's stirring the pot with a fucking giant 10 foot spoon uh, in the in someone else's family too, even even worse. All right, who's uh whose pick is next? I think it's Marissa's back to back to finish it off. No, I no. I've only picked you, twice. So okay, no, it's you, Spencer. It's you back to back. Switching back and forth. Here we go. Oh, wait, no, uh, Marissa went. Yeah, decorating baked goods. Yes. So. I go then two, and then you go then one, and then Marissa goes? Yes. Okay. All right. My next one is going to be holiday parties, specifically work parties, but just the amount of, like, we're hosting a friend's, or not a friend's giving shit, it's past Thanksgiving. We're hosting, like, a friend's Christmas party, white elephant that we do every year this Friday uh, at our house, which should be a treat, but hosting is kind of a, what we do now that we are old and have kids and uh i'm excited for it i'm you know renting some tables renting some chairs there's gonna be like 17 to 20 people the the white elephant choose the name out number out of the hat draw you know buying a white elephant gift is fun uh, i've done breck distillery in the past might do it again this year but might try to get creative and get something that um there's always at least one or two dildos at, at this white elephant um maybe a pocket you know what here and there um but the uh <laughs> It's just a fun time to get all your friends together for a reason, but more just to see all the people that you like to hang out with instead of like, you know, these are chosen groups of people, not, not, uh, not given. 
So it's it's a fun group. We everybody brings their own dish, and it's just kind of a, a get together. And then work holiday parties. Like we had our work Thanksgiving, or Friendsgiving, I should say. And just everybody, it, it's fun because you know I'll relate this back to drinking, but everybody just gets too like. There's certain people that just get too drunk, but when you see somebody all the time, nine to five or whatever hours you see them on the weekdays, when you get on the weekend with them or a night where everybody just kind of lets loose, you know, they Uber there, whatever, it makes it so much more fun to see that side of people you work with. And in reality, the two main jobs that I've had in my life, it's so much more enjoyable to work with people that you enjoy being around and that you're actually kind of friends with. It can create some issues here and there, uh, but when you go to those holiday parties, you kind of create those friendships of like, oh, you know, we're not sitting here talking about work or I'm asking you to do this. You're asking me to do that. We're just like taking shots and, and having a good time and making food. So holiday parties are one of my favorite things about the holidays. And then I'll swing it around to my last pick is I'll go with <clears throat> pop-up bars and and things like that, like the... The, we're going to a pop-up bar on Thursday. Uh, we went to a pop-up bar last night. Excuse me. This is a festive Friday. Um, but there's they always come up in the cities of well, the city of Denver is where you know we always go to them. But they're everywhere, and there's just a, a theme to it. The waiter waiters waitresses all dress up. There's different drinks. There's different food. Um, so pop-up bars are one of my favorite things, just because they take a area and make it totally different than it normally is, and yeah, they're overly expensive, but they're worth, it's like a good date night thing to do, kind of like the light show. Um, I might be kind of pigeoning, pigeonholing myself into a few things here, but um, pop-up bars are always a good time. Uh, yeah, I feel like every single one of your picks is basically for Christmas, um, besides drinking and eating. But yeah, you are kind of pigeonholing yourself. I think you're going to lose this draft. Uh, but other than that, I do like the pick. Like, I didn't really even think of that. But a uh, good Christmas pop-up bar. Is there really any other pop-up bars besides Christmas? They have Halloween ones. I did one for Halloween this year. I went to a Tim Burton pop-up bar, and that was really fun. I feel like you got to be on some weird pages on Facebook to find out about those. Um, I don't know if I'm a part of the groups that you're in on Facebook. Uh, but, yeah, I guess that makes sense. I was just thinking, like, 4th of July, there's definitely not pop-up bars because everywhere is a bar on fourth of july uh just a pop-up bar i guess everything's a pop-up bar like you take drinks on the train it's there's a pop-up bar on the train like i guess if you really think about it everywhere's a pop-up bar that there's alcohol so yeah you just put my brain in a blender you're welcome thank you um Okay, so my next pick, oh, I feel like I need to diversify my draft a little bit here. Um, no, fuck it. I'm not going to because I think this is like timeless and it applies. I'm going with sledding. I think that sledding uh, in the wintertime is so much fucking fun. Like there's anywhere you know if you're in the mountains especially if you're from colorado live in colorado but anywhere there's snow like it's so much fun to see kids out sledding and uh like hear, hearing kids laughing in the streets or whatever it's so much like it makes it feel more like holiday festive you know this is a festive friday um but yeah that's 
I, I just love, I loved it growing up and I just love seeing kids, uh, kids sledding. So. Sledding was a great time. We had a phenomenal hill as a kid, as kids that they just, it's construction site. They never did anything with it. Is it still, have they done anything? Oh, with I, no, I thought you meant like they turned it into a construction. No, it's, it's a park dumbass yeah but they were clearly building something there like there's a fucking they weren't it's a fucking park okay it's part of a park yeah yeah the the city of elizabeth and the town council meeting said let's build a fucking sledding hill i i just don't i don't believe that they would be that cool i don't believe any town council would be that cool i think it was already a hill and they just kind of graded it to make it a little bit more like safe for sledding God. I think they took something that was already there and they just made it safer. But Marissa, were you a, a big sledding person as a child? Um, I had a traumatic experience sledding, so I don't really sled. My dad once, it was like a tubing, like we went tubing, I guess, which is like the same thing. Tubing's um, a blast. PTSD yeah. and the T stands for tubing. But I was, <laughs> I was like five and he was pushing it and then he like needed to jump on with like so that we could go down together but he popped the like donut and then he pretty much like i was his sled like the <laughs> oh my god so oh, I, yeah i'd be uh, fucking done too i had like a burn mark on my chin right here for like weeks it was not fun well yes and that, so, yeah, that she has me. been sledding she was the actual fucking sled <laughs> i like, also let's... like Let's grease up Marissa and take her down. The That's horrible. That's amazing. No, oh, the thing that boy. also is stupid, in my opinion, is it's like 30 seconds of going down a hill, and then you have to like walk all the way back up and carry your sled, which is also just, that's a lot of effort for a short yeah. amount of time of doing that. No, I mean, like, it's good exercise, though. I was a chunky kid, and like... When my mom was always baking cookies, we'd go sled for like an hour, hour and a half. I'd burn off some calories and then come home and wolf down a dozen fucking chocolate chip cookies. So that, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely exercise. Like, but also I will say that like national lampoons, maybe we do, do we do a holiday movie draft? I actually, that, be- that came across my, my mind. So maybe okay, I'd to do that. I'm not, I'm sorry for tipping a pick here, but obviously national lampoons Christmas is like, one of the most iconic Christmas movies there is. And that sledding scene is one of the probably most iconic scenes in that movie. So I just feel like it's uh, it's a staple around Christmas time. So I am pigeonholing myself into Christmas on this one, but I feel like it's tough to beat. Yeah, I like that. Oh, thanks, Marissa. Yeah, you're welcome. All right, let's wrap right. it up. Here, your last My pick. last one. Let's see. Did I? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's kind of cool because I. It's a little broad for me, but I'll take it. Well, like each holiday you have your specific tradition. So, like, you know, my family for Christmas, we go ice skating and do the hot cocoa and stuff like that. Valentine's, Christian and I have like our favorite thing that we do when we go. We go out to dinner and have a good time. Favorite thing we do once a year. That's what being married like. Maybe for you. Anyway. Um, oh. I don't know your life. Sorry. That was rude. That's, that's fine. I'll get over it. 
uh no but like you have your specific traditions for each holiday um so like we go to fourth of july we go to keyport we jet ski we do all that we do like crabbing and stuff like that so i think i know it's broad but there's a lot of specific traditions that i feel like other people don't do no that's a good one that could you know there's some like when i say weird i just mean different than what i do or what we have done our whole lives but some people do some crazy shit every single year and then it's just like a a continuous thing it's like oh the holiday, you know, family party, we go fucking do, you know, mushrooms and go to the, I don't know. I'm, but like, it's, it is crazy when you get like, learn about other people's families and what they do. And most of the stuff is generally all, you know, the same. We get together on this night and eat this food and blah, blah, blah. But there, there are some pretty unique traditions, family to family that I feel like some people might, might resonate with. That's a great last pick of the draft. Thanks. Uh, yeah. I- I would agree. I I didn't even think about that, but that is a great pick. Like our tradition is when we were working at Spring Valley, the only two days of the year that everybody had off were Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. So we still this year we're going to do it again at my mom's house, um, at our mom's house. But we do a poker game the night before Christmas Eve. So Christmas Eve Eve, we all get together. It's been somewhat of a tradition like the last six, seven years. Uh, but yeah, that that's just genius. Like I, I wish I would have thought of that. Um, real quick, Marissa, can I make a request? Can you take lighting fireworks off of my board and just leave, just put fireworks? Yeah. I feel like I, it's too, a little too Spencer. Are you okay with this? Yeah. Yeah. And nothing okay. with fireworks is, is good for me. Yeah, because I don't want to pigeonhole it directly just to, and I feel like pigeonhole is now a buzzword here. Um, But yeah, I don't want it just to be just lighting fireworks because I think lighting and watching are equally fun. But honestly, if I had to guess, I'm going to be real. I think Marissa won this draft. Really? Okay. I I think she did. Um, I don't know. I think Spencer's going to come in last, but we'll see what happens. We're gonna see how many people like to drink, like to sauce it, because that that is a a one pick. All of our picks, Spencer. I think that's a, a common theme for us. Is everything surrounds or everything we do is involves drinking and eating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's just that's just. So if you don't drink or eat, then you're out on us. Yeah, which is me. This, this is a holiday tradition. No, that's totally fair. Well, that wraps it up for this week's festive friday make sure you're following us on x at big drive energy on instagram at big drive energy pod we'll roll out both of these um on there the graphic you get to vote and uh next week we'll come back and see who is if i get to go two and zero, or if i've got someone that catches up to me in the festive friday holiday theme draft Thanks for tuning in for this week's episode of Big Drive Energy. Enjoy your weekend. We'll talk to you guys next week. Peace. Peace.